It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We are exploring some of the unsung heroes of the first half of the Miami Dolphins season on today's episode of Locked On Dolphins. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Miami, welcome to another episode of Locked On Dolphins. It's your team every day. Here on the Locked On Network, I'm your host, Cal Krabs, a lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, host of Locked On Dolphins, co-host of Locked On NFL Scouting. You can find our shows on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, tip of the cap to our everydayers, because we don't just say it, we live it. It is your team every day here on the Locked On Network. Today is Wednesday, November 8th, 2023, and today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase on last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Unsung Heroes is the name of the game. We're into some of our bi-week content, looking at players who... Entering into this season, uh, perhaps did not have the level of gusto uh, that they currently do as as players on the roster and their current standing on the roster and the contributions that they have made uh, throughout the course of this 2023 season for the Miami Dolphins. So we're going to go offense, defense and special teams and take a look at uh, just who some of those players are that I want to make sure get their due as Miami goes into the bye and has an attempt to get healthy and um, puts themselves in a position to try to make a stretch run here in 2023. So I'm starting at offensive tackle on the offensive side of the ball. And Kendall Lamb, I think, is front and center, one of the unsung heroes of the first half of the Miami Dolphins 2023 season. Because if you were told that Teron Armstead was going to start three games at left tackle in the first nine, you would have thought it had been a cataclysmic turn of events based on what the offensive line performed like last year. And that was such a popular talking point. And everybody talks about the Dolphins offense is a death star and there's an exhaust port thermal. And I know uh, Chris Kaufman made that analogy. Amina Kimes talked about it. And last year it was, it was factually true. And for Kendall Lamb to come out and play 432 snaps in the first nine games of the season, for the record, that is the second highest total of snaps that Kendall Lamb has ever played in an NFL season. 2018, he started 13 games for 859 snaps. 257, which was his rookie season in the NFL, was the next highest snap total that he had ever taken before this year. 432 snaps, 75% of the Dolphins' offensive snaps in the games. 
that they have played thus far, he has taken. And he has been good. <laughs> uh, he's, he's been very helpful for the Dolphins. He's been an asset in pass protection uh, for the Dolphins, keeping Tua Tagovailoa healthy and upright and clean and protected. There's a lot of layers that go into that. But last year, Teron Armstead not playing would have been a disaster for six games in the first half of the season. Kendall Lamb didn't just come in and keep the ship afloat. He was an asset to this offensive line. Now, was the run game uh, contributions quite to the level of, of what the potential was? No, I wouldn't necessarily say that. But Kendall Lamb, as a 31-year-old swing tackle, putting up the second highest snap percentage of, or snap count of his entire NFL career in year nine in the first half of the season alone and playing well, that's the definition of an unsung hero. Nobody came into the season talking about Kendall Lamb being a, a positive, net positive asset for the Dolphins. And yet that's exactly what he was. And for my next unsung hero, I'm not going to go any further than the other side of the offensive line with Austin Jackson. So Austin Jackson, not necessarily unsung from the standpoint that everybody knows who Austin Jackson is. He was the 18th overall pick in the 2020 NFL draft. And that 2020 NFL draft was something that a lot of the skeptics of this uh, iteration and, and and variation of the Miami Dolphins organization um, had pointed to as why they would not be successful. And through Austin Jackson's first three seasons in the NFL, that level of criticism was not only warranted, it was extremely justified. Austin Jackson this year, however, is putting together really impressive performances, game in and game out, against really good players. And that's not to say he's a perfect player. I still think from a technique perspective, he's still coming into his own. But the level of growth that he has shown um, from the last time we saw him for a sustained period of time, which was 2021, to now is startling. And it has put the Dolphins in a position where you now suddenly have another contract that you might like to get an extension done on. I certainly think Austin Jackson has played himself into the conversation of getting a contract extension with this football team. Imagine saying that six months ago. We had reserved to, you know, incomplete evaluation for Austin Jackson. He didn't really play, but more than 100 snaps in, in 2022. Uh, but he wasn't good and moved around positions in 2021. You're probably far enough in going into year four. If it's not going to happen now, it's never going to happen. Well, it happened now. The Dolphins tackle situation there, one through three, looks outstanding. With Ron Armstead back, he came back against Kansas City, Austin Jackson, and Kendall Lamb is your swing tackle that can play the side. That development for Miami, for all of the concerns about Miami's offense, I think the concerns with Miami's offense came from uh, a bunch of backup players playing on the interior. Uh, I think it came from timing in the passing game. But you know what it didn't come from? Absolute liabilities in pass protection. And that would have been a lot of people's expectations at the beginning of the season if you were told the Dolphins' offense was, was going to struggle. Uh, I'll give an honorable mention to Butch Berry uh, because that offensive line unit in its entirety, you know, the last couple of weeks notwithstanding where you're on offensive lineman that's nine, that's getting meaningful reps, uh, this group has performed well. And they've performed well against some good defensive lines. You, you could point to the strength of schedule all you want. Um, the, some of the, the talent on opposing defensive lines week in and week out is meaningful and that they have performed quite well in the grand scheme of things. If you omit the Philadelphia game where your starting left guard goes down with a potentially season ending injury, 
uh, within the first possession of the game and the domino effect where you already don't have your starting center um, and you're already without your starting tackle. And then against New England, your starting guard goes down. You know, there's 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 context there. Uh, but I think the offensive line unit is probably where the discussion starts uh, for unsung heroes uh, for this Miami Dolphins football team, just because uh, it was such a question mark and the tackle position in particular, uh, you've gotten a resounding answer on with quality play from three separate guys. And that's a huge development for the Dolphins. We're going to talk about the defensive side of the ball and some unsung heroes, that side of the football that is coming up next here on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. So stick with us. Say you want to get down to Hard Rock Stadium and check out the Dolphins versus the Raiders when they come out of the bye in week 11. You're not really a planner. I got good news for you. Game Time is the app that makes sure that you get tickets to your favorite events at the last minute with the best prices in a convenient manner. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase because you can see your view from your seats before you buy. You can buy your tickets in seconds with just a few taps, and they show you the upfront price on all-in prices, so there's no hidden fees or surprises when you go to commit to buying a set of tickets. They're obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets, uh, whether that's the game time guarantee. That means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less game time, we'll credit you 110% of the difference, or with zone deals, where you pick the section and game time picks the seats for an average of 18% savings. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code locked on NFL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account and redeem code locked on NFL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Defensively, I think it's it's a little more open-ended uh, because you could point to somebody like Andrew Van Ginkle as an unsung hero of the Dolphins' first half of the season based on the injury to Jalen Phillips that the team incurred early on. But I also felt like with his performance on primetime against New England in Week 2, uh, kind of the unsung element of that has come and gone. I'll I'll point to the secondary for a player whose value really got outlined in week four, um, and that was safety Deshaun Elliott. You talk about this Dolphins defense, and people do talk about Christian Wilkins and Zach Sealer up front. They talk about Jalen Phillips and Bradley Chubb on the edge. They talk about David Long. They talk about getting Jalen Ramsey back. They talk about Javon Holland. They talk about Xavier Howard and his ball hawking skills. On the pecking order of names in the conversation, Deshaun Elliott might be ninth, 10th, or 11th for Dolphins starters. But his play, in my eyes, has far outperformed the expectations of the player that he was when he was in Detroit and Baltimore, and and he'd always been um, a high-floor player. But his assimilation into the secondary 
allows this team to have the communication that they need to on the back end to have some of the performances that they have. And it's been imperfect. Because you played Philadelphia without both your starting corners. You played against Buffalo without Deshaun Elliott, and Brandon Jones steps into that role, who everybody assumed was going to be the other starting safety coming off the ACL tear. And it just didn't happen. And there were miscommunications all over the place. The Dolphins gave up 48 points. And thus, the narrative that the Dolphins were uncompetitive against good football teams uh, was born, unfortunately. But Deshaun Elliott, uh, he's a really good tackler. And he's really smart. And he's really good with the communication on the back end of this defense. Those things combined is enough for me to look at what he has provided to this Dolphins unit defensively this season and say, hey, man, like I, I can't overlook you. That's another expiring contract. Has he potentially played himself into a bigger contract than Miami can afford? We'll see. I think how the Dolphins choose to divide and conquer the assets that they have at the end of the season are going to be fascinating because they're going to have an opportunity to extend the window if they want to. Uh, with this nucleus of players and run a lot of it back with some extra assets that they can choose to do with whatever they would, would like to do. Or they can make some wholesale changes if they want to. I would be inclined to think if this season continues to progress on the path that it is on, this is potentially an 11-plus win football team. This is potentially AFC East Division champions. This is potentially home playoff game. This is potentially putting yourself in a position to get the bounce of the ball late in the game in a postseason game and, and make a little bit of noise and who knows what happens and play your best football at the end of the year, like Mike McDaniel and all the players talk about and let the chips fall where they may. Deshaun Elliott is somebody who, if the dolphins are going to decide to run it back, that's somebody I'd like to find a way to get a deal done with. Now the good news is the safety position uh, is not a market that's particularly hot. Uh, there's not a lot of spending that's going on there. There's good players like Von Bell who left Cincinnati to sign a new free agent contract. And they signed with the Panthers this off season. And that was for like $7 million per you contrast that to a uh, linebacker where Tremaine Edmonds got $18 million per you contrast that to defensive tackle where uh, Javon Hargrave got $21 million per you contrast that to even into your offensive line with Ben Powers in Denver, and he got almost $14 million per. He almost got twice as much as Von Bell, and I think Von Bell's a better safety than Ben Powers as an offensive guard. So if Deshaun Elliott continues his play and continues to illustrate the value that he has in the first half of the season, which was not an expected outcome for me, then Brandon Jones probably ends up walking as a free agent and hopefully goes somewhere where he can be a little bit more present in the box and play to his strengths. And hopefully you can get a Deshaun Elliott contract done. But between Austin Jackson and Deshaun Elliott, these were contracts that you were probably came into the year, or at least if you were me, and you said, yeah, these are probably guys that uh, we're going to get through this year with those guys, and, and we'll look to upgrade next offseason. They're providing answers for you. That's a good It's a good hit. Now, the sustainability of that and what that's worth, that's for Chris Greer and Brandon Shore and Mike McDaniel and Stephen Ross and the Dolphins organization and those players and their refs to figure out. And I don't envy that conversation that has to take place, but it probably won't happen now. What I can tell you is if, if you ask me who the players that's talked about the least on the Dolphins team that is the most important, it's Deshaun Elliott because of the value of communication and understanding this scheme, how complex it is. And we've seen what the communication breakdowns look like, and they result in a lot of explosive plays and big touchdowns against the Dolphins defense.
So tip of my cap to Deshaun Elliott, who has outperformed my expectations this season in the first half. We'll see what the encore for the second half provides. Now, special teams, don't roll your eyes. I got a good name for you here. That is coming up next on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. Stick with us. One thing that I, I can tell you my plans are for the bye week is I am loading up on food because the Dolphins played at 930 against the Chiefs in week nine, and that was cool. You get the early game, you get it out of the way. But now I got 14 hours of football with nothing else at my disposal, and I'm going to make sure that I am not running low on food thanks to DoorDash. You got a restaurant up here by me called Green Turtle uh, that has some awesome appetizers. Uh, that our house is going to be loaded up with, going to have some people over. Uh, and then for dinner, we'll see. Uh, might go the, the one of the local breweries, the Crooked Hammock, just down the street from me. They have some really good bar food. Uh, if I choose to go that route, or maybe we just load up on the appetizers. But DoorDash has me covered on game day, and there's no reason why they can't have you covered on game day as well. Uh, whether you are looking for your favorite local restaurants, groceries, your tailgate materials, retail, you name it. All of your favorite restaurants and stores from retail to grocery are on the DoorDash app, so you can shop from everything you need to get game day ready. You can get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23, that's up to a $10 value, you can get 50% off when you spend $15 or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app, enter code LOCK23, subject to change, and terms do apply. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Dolphin special teams uh, has not necessarily been an area that I would say the Dolphins are hanging their hat on this season. But one thing that that does stand out to me pretty immediately when I reflect on the team and the special teams contributions that you've had is what Braxton Berrios has brought to the table for you. And Braxton Berrios obviously came in, signed a three and a half million dollar deal. So it was not a, a cheap addition. And Braxton Berrios uh, was expected to be your third wide receiver. In some cases he is, in some cases he's not. It depends on what they're trying to accomplish schematically but from a return standpoint, Braxton Berrios thus far this season, he's returned 10 punts for 97 yards, a 9.7 yard per punt return average. His 10 kickoff returns have gone for 246 yards, 24.6 yards per return average. His all-purpose yards, when you include his special teams and his offensive contributions, is almost 550 yards of all-purpose yardage this season. And when you reflect on the 2022 Miami Dolphins and how that team just ran somebody back there to fair catch every play under the sun, I don't know how you don't appreciate Braxton Barrios in the first half of the season. Case in point, 
Javon Holland was the primary punt returner for the vast majority of the season. He returned four punts for 18 yards, four and a half yards per punt return. Cedric Wilson got run late in the years. The team was trying to find contributions for him, and he returned 13 total punts for 97 yards, a nine or a 7.5 yard per punt return average this season. Braxton Barris at the halfway point has reached that total, surpassed that from an average standpoint. Tyreek Hill returned two punts last year for negative four yards. From a kickoff return standpoint, Raheem Mostert was your best and most frequent. He returned 25 for 502 yards, an average of 20 yards per return. Braxton Berrios, uh, a healthy 25% more on each punt return that he has made through the first half of the season and a longer one at 33 yards than anything Raheem Mostert posted last season as well. So uh, we look at special teams for this team. We acknowledge Jason Sanders beyond 50 yards is shaky. <laughs> it's probably a way to put it. Uh, we look at Jake Bailey and some of the frustrating punts that he has made and uh, only 33% of his punts this season. And he's made 27 of them. Uh, have been pinned inside the 20-yard line for opposing teams. Uh, there's not been a lot of really attractive special teams play from your specialists. But Braxton Berrios, although he does play on offense, his work on special teams, I think, has been very, very helpful for this football team uh, as they have looked to uh, try to find more opportunities to flip the... Uh, flip the field and, and get better starting field position. And the last name that I would mention here is Duke Riley. Uh, and Duke Riley gets a special shout out because Duke Riley on special teams, uh, he has already surpassed 200 special teams snaps this season. He is at 81% of the Dolphins special team snaps. And that includes kickoffs, kickoff return, punt, punt return, extra points, field goals, it's th those are the reps that count. And Duke Riley is the only player on this football team in excess of 65%. He has played 40 more special team snaps through the first nine games of the season, the first half of the season than any other player. And Duke Riley's got speed. And Duke Riley's got range and Duke Riley can tackle and somebody, an individual player who can fulfill that many snaps on special teams helps you distribute a roster the way that the Dolphins are hoping to distribute a roster and divide the talent. So there's your names. Uh, I have Kendall Lamb, Austin Jackson, honorable mention Butch Berry. I have Deshaun Elliott, and then I have Braxton Berries with an honorable mention to Duke Riley as far as your unsung heroes. I'd probably go Andrew Van Kinkle as the unsung uh, honorable mention on defense, but it feels like low-hanging fruit just because he has made such a splash at times this season. That is going to do it for us on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. It is your team every day. I appreciate you guys for checking out the show. We have a lot of big-picture stuff to talk about here on the bye week this week, so plan accordingly. I hope to see you all again tomorrow. Fins up. Keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. I'm out of here. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.